We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. beautiful one my soul sibling thanks for letting us be part of your day here i hope we can bless you with some joy some inspiration and maybe some god winks and certainly some love yes 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 relationships can be confusing and complicated and they can be our greatest source of joy fulfillment and usher in heaven on earth in fact i think and have said often relationships are the most important area of our lives the challenge is really about learning how to be in loving relationship with ourselves, so we can use our relationships for the purpose of healing, upliftment, and growth. Today, I'm so thrilled, happy, and honored to have another relationship expert on my show. He was a longtime host here on Empower Radio and will be coming back soon. We are here with Kenny Brixey. Kenny is a personal and professional coach, spiritual director at Divine Connection, speaker, and the author of a few incredible books, including Discovering the Divine Within, Awakening Insights, Embracing the Divine Within, and the Relationship Toolbox, resources to expand and elevate your experience of love. Kenny Brixey, thank you for saying yes to a second show. We had you on last week. Happy to have you here again on this week. And I'm so, so, so grateful for you. Thank you, Tammy. It sure is a pleasure being here. I enjoyed last week so much. Couldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I would like you back. I know you're going to be starting your own show, The Peace Initiative, but I just love having conversations with you and would have you back any time, any, well, any time. I accept. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. So relationships, you know, and I, I like something you said in your book, the Relationship Toolbox. Relationships are hard. This is true when our focus falls on what is wrong, but they don't need to be hard. They simply require attention and intention towards the goodness and love that is available. It's about expanding and elevating in our ability to be in our loving and peace, and then our ability to receive in abundance the love that is available to us always. Yeah. Let's talk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe that relationships, they kind of have a bad rap because it's, we hear things like they're hard. We hear things mm-hmm. like, you know, it's 50-50. We hear, th- you know, we hear all kinds of things. Well, number one, they, they, they're hard when we perceive them as hard. Um, if, if my only intention is to give love, now it requires giving love to myself too, which I find difficult many times, but I have to give love and that's to me and my partner. And this is, uh, this, what I'm talking about here is about, uh, uh, intimate relationships. This goes for any relationship though. Um, if your intention is to share love it's not hard. It's pretty easy because with love, it allows you to, to not take things so personally. <laughs> you know, yes. if I'm, if, if, if I am judging somebody else's actions, I'm taking it personally because that's the only way I can experience their actions is on a personal level. But if I am, ex- if I'm experiencing their actions through love, I can find understanding. Doesn't mean I agree with what they're doing, but I can find understanding. And in that, my relationship grows. I love that. 
and, and then the, the other thing, you know, people say 50-50. That is hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> Relationships are not 50-50. They are 100-100. That's what they need to be. There was they a quote I heard a while back. Only what you're not bringing to the situation can be missing. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. How of course, that Edward, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that means we have to take responsibility for our part, <laughs> but but that's true. That's true. And it is. It's about not trying to get, but give. And as yeah. we do, then we um, also open our hearts and minds to being able to receive. And that was a tough one for me to figure out and to, to um, learn. It was very uncomfortable. You yeah. know, in the past when I was in relationship, um, my, my fiance would give me these really extravagant gifts. And you know what my response was, Kenny? What's that? Why are you wasting your money on me? Uh, and I wonder why that relationship didn't work. Yeah. I was not a gracious receiver. I was not in my peace. I was not in my loving. I was in a lot of pain and I was angry. And uh, there was nothing he could do to make me okay because it's not anybody else's responsibility. Right. Yeah. We, we often enter a relationship thinking that person's going to make us whole. That person's going to make so. things right. Yes. Yeah. It, and it, 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 it doesn't, it, it, for one thing, it's unfair. If, if, if I were to rely on my wife to make me whole, that's yeah. unfair to her. I'm putting a whole lot of pressure on her to figure out what's going on with me when I can't figure out what's going on with me sometimes on my own and then leave it up to her to fix it. Yeah. You know, that That's unfair to her. It puts me in victim mode. Yes. The outside-in model never works. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to be the best version of me. And I have to open awareness to the best version of her. And in that, the relationship expands and elevates. Um, it, it's just beautiful. It really is. And I loved reading that you've been married for, is it 25 years? Yes, 27 20? now. 27. 27. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you've never gotten in a fight? Never. And is, is this because you're Prince Charming, Kenny? <laughs> I would love to tell you yes, <laughs> but, but no, I'm, I'm far from it, far from it. Um, I, um, you know, my, my ego comes out to play just to like everybody else's and uh, um, the, the difference between what Kathy, my wife and I have and what, um, what I've ever had before, what she's ever had before and what most people have is... <clears throat> We don't allow the ego to dictate our relationship. We know that we're going to fall into ego actions, ego responses. That's going to happen. Um, you know, the ego is required for us to experience this physical world. Um, but it does not determine what our truth is. Um, Kathy and I, my, my wife and I have um, one of the tools that I, that I talk about in the Relationship Toolbox book is prefer to be happy rather than right. Mm, yes, yes, yes. And we were so fortunate that um, we learned of that tool together before we got married. And we learned it in that time where everything is perfect, you know, in the dating and, and everything's just beautiful and joyous and, and it's going to be this way forever. And uh, we learned that tool then in the good times. And... It has held us through 27 years. And in those 27 years, we've run up against all kinds of things. You know, we've run up against uh, uh, family um, deaths. 
that affected us both very deeply in such ways that uh, uh, it could have easily affected the relationship. We've 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 run into financial problems. We, you know, we've run into every kind of problem you can imagine, pretty much. And um, that one tool yes. has always pulled us together. And I've had that same experience with my husband. We've been together 18, 19 years. And like you, haven't had a fight. We've had a couple of Uh disagreements, but we've always navigated them pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if I have to really, you know, be honest, I think a big part of this is, is my willingness or our willingness. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have that ability in my past relationships. I was always fighting to be right. And when you do uh-huh. that, you're making the other person wrong. And that's not a really great foundation for <laughs> a, a partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, when I finally learned that in order for me to be right, somebody else had to be wrong, it made yeah, me go, wait good. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I like being right and I'm willing to be wrong. And so it's like I don't have that big attachment. I don't have that big false mask. I don't have that uh, um that that strong need to be perceived as intelligent or beautiful or right. My mm-hmm. pride has been uh, dissolved to a significant degree, which is really quite a relief. Yeah. Well, let me let me challenge you and, and some of the listeners who 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 um, may be thinking that as well. Uh, you, you say that you're willing to be wrong. How about rephrase that? How about I'm willing to be different? Because if it's our opinion, it's not wrong. It may just be different than the person that we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean that either one of us are wrong, neither, and, and it may not mean that either one of us are right, but it just means that we have a differing opinion. We're willing to accept that. We're willing to understand what the other person is saying, and we're going to choose to be happy and grow this relationship instead. Yeah, to look at things from a slightly different perspective. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And because, you know, it's like we don't none of us are supposed to see life exactly the same way. I say all the time, if there's seven billion different people on the planet, there's seven billion different realities going on. And we yeah. weren't designed to be I would say we weren't designed to be Canadian geese. If we were right, we would have been created that way. Oh, that's uh-huh. already been done. <laughs> we're yeah. here to be different. That's the point. We are. And wouldn't it be boring if we are if we were the same? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so to allow our differences with uh I think gratitude and appreciation rather Mm -hmm. than like frustration because they don't see and aren't exactly the same as us. I think this is a blessing, but it, I think it comes down to not allowing it to threaten um, ourselves or our knowingness that are, that we are worthy of a profound and immense amount of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be able to receive that love. And, you know, there are times I have to walk away from my husband because I think he's being a bit, you know, annoying. <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah. and you also talk about this in your book. Sometimes too much together time isn't necessarily great for a relationship. You have to find your own balance. You have to find right. your own rhythm. And right. I think we need to put ourselves at the top of our love list and not expect the other one to um, fill us up. Yeah. We have to do that for ourselves so that we're coming into our relationship and connection in a whole way. Yep. Yeah. In so an true. overflowing way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it is it is so important. And, and here's the, one of the things I work uh, I talk to clients about is no matter what tools I, you know I teach, no matter what things you read, it's finding what what works for you and your partner. Yes, it, it's finding it's finding that 
those things that resonate. And, um, you know, for, for me, walking away was something I did in, in my first marriage. And um, I, um, I would walk away and those times would get extended and, and further and further apart and until I finally just didn't want to come back anymore. But what I do here is if, if, if there's something going on that we need to talk about that's, that's not comfortable, um, I ask, can I have 10 minutes? Can I have an hour? I need your undivided attention. <laughs> yeah, and um, and well, I, the the time that I'm asking for is is time that I can step away and think things through and oh. kind of kind of make okay. things. I need my undivided attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I never thought of it that way, but yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, uh, you know, can I have ten minutes and then we'll come back together and we'll talk about this? And uh, um, you know, but we've got to find what works for us. Yes. You know, because um, it, it we so often do only what works for ourselves, and we do have to consider the other person. We have to consider the the relationship itself, and then we can figure out uh, how to work through issues and problems. And and of course, the biggest one of all is communication. Yeah, that, it really, really is. So vital to be able to communicate with um, appreciation or love. And you have something that you call um, the love model, communicating with the love model. Tell mm. me more about that. The love model is it, it stands for listen openly and validate equally. Listen Ooh, openly I like it. and validate mm -hmm. equally. Mm -hmm. And what this means is that I'm going to listen. And, and I'm I'm going to step sideways for just one second on that listen word. When we listen, we need to teach ourselves to listen with the intent to understand. Most of us listen with the intent to respond. Mm -hmm. Most of us listen so that we know what we can say back. Yes. But when we stop and we listen to understand, we hear the underlying issues. We hear much more than the words that are coming to us. So in this love model, we listen with the intent to understand. We listen openly. And it doesn't mean we have to jump in and defend ourselves or anything else. We just mm -hmm. listen to what needs to be mm -hmm. said. And then to validate, it's not – some people take this as agreeing and that's not what validating uh, um, uh, equally means. Validating equally is simply stating back what you just heard. It's stating back your understanding. Because by doing this, your partner or whoever you're in this, this conversation with has the opportunity to say, oh, no, that's not quite it. Right. And they can help you get there. Right. So validation is just another tool to use to open uh, beautiful understanding. Yeah, reflecting back. Mm -hmm. What did you yeah. just hear? And then reflecting that back and then maybe being able to refine that if necessary. Uh -huh. I have mm -hmm. a, a game. That I work with many corporations and we get to the communications and it's not always great to go into a Fortune 500 country company and, and talk about the love model. So uh, <laughs> I, teach a, <laughs> I teach a different uh, tool and it's called Do You Mean? And, mm -hmm. and it's, I love this and, and, I, and I use this with everybody and they don't know that I'm doing it most of the time. But this, <laughs> They're so sneaky, Kenny. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, but I promise you it works and it, and it, it gains me uh, 
beautiful relationships all everywhere I go. Uh, uh, but do you mean is simply when somebody tells you something, I repeat back to them in my own words what I just heard? Yeah. And again, it gives them the opportunity to correct me or let me know that I that I did get it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's when somebody's talking to me. But now when I'm talking to someone else, I can ask them to repeat back to me what they just heard. And the trick with this do you mean game is to ask it in different ways. <laughs> you know, if you're in an hour long conversation and you do you mean somebody 15 times, they, they're going to know something's up. <laughs> you know, so, so just find different ways to, to ask it. But right. mm-hmm. the secret is in every conversation and every communication is to have understanding. Perception not, checking. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah we, we, uh, one of the things that we're seeing in the world today is that people are lashing out with no intent to understand. You are They're so like, right. To me, what I see happening with what's going on in society with a lot of people and politics and whatever, and also in personal relationships, I've seen this a lot. People are fighting to be understood, but they don't want to understand Right. But if we lead with wanting to understand, that seems to open up a dialogue rather than having this aggressive monologue. It does. It does. I the, um, I think it was the last show that we talked we, we talked about the me interviewing people about uh, their fears and concerns and all that around all the political and the COVID and, and everything that's going on in the world. And even when my beliefs and opinions were totally opposite from theirs, mm-hmm. not once, because I was using these tools, not once did anything come close to being heated or or um, uh, argumentative. I was able to carry on conversations with completely different ideals than me. Yes. And it was just a beautiful communication. That's my experience as well. Yeah. It's yeah, communication is so powerful when we when we allow. But when yeah, when we show up in our relationships with a desire to understand and be in our loving rather than um, wanting to be right, it it is. It's a completely different type of interaction. It it truly is. It truly and, and and what people who have never done this before don't realize is that the difference and the power that you feel in these conversations is. Actually, at the end of it, you know, how many times have you walked away from a conversation just felt feeling drained? Oh, yeah. You know, whether it was with your partner or someone else, you just feel drained. Well, what that tells me and what it can tell you, if you if you open awareness to it or you're in all the listeners, what it can tell us is that we were not there with the intent to understand. We were not there using the love model, listening openly and validating equally, we were there in conflict. When we show up with the intent to communicate, with the intent to understand, with with the intent to share, it doesn't matter where the conversation ends, we walk away feeling empowered. Feeling better. Well, now, Kenny, I have a question for you because this is an experience I've had a lot. And I talk Mm -hmm. to people about this. Sometimes we're in conversation or for me in the past in relationships with people that are narcissists. And it's like you can't give them enough. You can't listen enough. You can't be loving enough for them to ever feel, I guess, um, fulfilled. 
solve because they're not on that solid ground within themselves. So um, what do you suggest in a situation like that? Oh, my goodness. If it's a situation that you just have to be in, it is do your best to find understanding. Do your best to not take it personally. Mm. Do your best to realize that this behavior is all about them. Mm. And it's not to judge them. It's not to cast blame on them. It's to it's to protect yourself. It's to remember that you're not responsible for their part in all this. Mm. Um, I have to be honest, when, it, when, when I run into somebody who is just an extreme narcissist, I, I do my best to make it short, quick, and, and over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't always do that. Um, but I have, they're the ones that I have the hardest time dealing with. Um, uh, it's not that I can't, it's just that it, it's, it seems like the most work for me. <laughs> to, yeah. And to, I think this is where um, healthy ego can come in, which to me is just another way of saying, you know, um, boundaries, being aware of one's boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I say um, everything's allowed, but we get to choose who we play with. Yeah. And sometimes people, some people are more fun to play with than others. And I think the ones that are willing to be honest, authentic, open-hearted, but have clear boundaries, those, those are my kind of people. You're my yes. kind of people, Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> De- definitely, definitely. We, you know, the there are some though that 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 won't respect all that. And I have one in my life that um, it is the relationship is such that um, I choose not to end it. But I, I choose very carefully how I participate in it. Yes. And yeah. uh, um, the best thing that I can do with them and, and with any any um, uh, person who won't respect uh, my boundaries is is just seek that understanding. And I, I don't I don't say what they want me to hear. You know, it's not like I, I, I change my my um, my belief system. I don't change my opinions. I don't change mm-hmm. to, to to suit them. But I I I let them know. Okay, here's where we have a difference of opinion. I, I do not perceive at this point a way for us to uh, to resolve it. So I I suggest we just table this until such a, some other time. And, you know, I, I find a way to just let them know, here's where I'm, here's what I'm perceiving. Mm-hmm. Because in none of that did I attack their, their ego. None of right. that did I put them down. Make them and wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, our tendency when we have somebody like that in our life is to attack back. Yes. Um, um, yeah. You know, to protect ourselves. Uh, there, there's not a narcissist in this world that can harm my truth. Mm-hmm. And as long as I remember that, I do not need to attack back or protect myself. I can just state, here's where I see us being right now. Here's what I suggest we do with it. And um, I hope you, uh, hope you agree. The way I see it is kind of like a big bullseye, like a target. And some people are my inner circle and some are maybe a ring out or two rings out or five rings out. And some people aren't on my target. It doesn't mean I judge them. But it's like some people are better loved from a bit of a distance. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, 
it's like we get to choose who we allow close to us. And to me, what you're speaking of is really just, you know, an example, again, of boundaries and protecting your connection to your center and source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, mm-hmm. now, one of the things that I do just to follow up with with this, one of the things I do when I run into someone who is very, very difficult that I have a hard time dealing with, that I know that it's a struggle, you know, and one of the things I do is when I do walk away, I check in mm-hmm. and um I, I just check in with me. Was there a place in that that I withheld love? Was there a place in that that I accused? Was there a place Ooh, in there like that, that I blamed? Mm-hmm. And if there was, um, I, I, I need to take action. And that action sometimes is me just going within and forgiving myself. There are times that I will call that person and 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 and, and have a conversation. You know, I I felt like I I uh, I blamed you in this part of our conversation. I apologize for that. We don't need to get into it now. <laughs> you know, we don't need to get back into the conversation. But, um, you know, I, I I apologize for my part in it. It all depends on the person. Right. I, I I don't do that with everybody, but but I do always come in back into my own spirit, my own heart. Yeah, I say that's taking care of your side of the road and tilling your own garden, not mm-hmm. taking over responsibility, not taking under responsibility. And I think exactly. that's uh, the most important thing we can do, find mm-hmm. our authentic shape. Yeah. So, Kenny, can you believe we only have like a minute left? Wow. <laughs> These things go so fast. So fast. I have so much fun with you. Time really flies when we're in our hearts. <laughs> yes, it really does. So, Kenny, would you please do a shout out so people can find out more about you, where to find you, get your um, inspirational quotes and your books? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the The first thing to know about finding me is how to spell my last name because it's very crazy. It's B-R-I-X-E-Y. Uh, first name Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y. So if you look that up on Facebook and Instagram, you're going to find me. Um, please uh, follow, join, whatever you do on Facebook these days, and uh, uh, you'll find my inspirational affirmations and um, um, uh, quotes that I put out there just about every day. Um, my website is www.kennybrixie.com, and I would love to connect with you and just see how our journey can unfold from here. I always like to say, you know, to journey onward and upward, ascending with grace, ease, joy, and great love. love I love it. So, so grateful to be on the journey with you, Kenny. I feel like we're from the same part of the galaxy. We're cut from the same cloth. I adore you. I appreciate you. And um, you're just a true blessing in my life and on this planet. Thank you so much, Tammy. I sure appreciate you having me on the show. Absolutely. Anytime. I know you're going to be busy with your own, but you're always welcome back here. All right. Thanks. (laughs) To my listeners, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting us be part of your day. You are a gift. You are a blessing. You are precious. You are important. And we appreciate you. So God bless you. Take good, gentle, loving care of yourself. Work those boundaries and um, just uh, know that you're loved. So take care. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye.